You'll have to stay tuned to see what I'm going to do to my son's penis. Here's Dave. 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 So the other day in Bob's world, we listened to Bob talk about some of his goals for the new year. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily resolutions, but just things that he tangibly wants to accomplish. And I don't know if you, the P1s, have thought about your goals, your plans for the new year, or maybe even just as simple as learning new things going into the new year, things that you can apply to your life. Maybe hints, as it were. She's got hints nobody else would know. Hints nobody ever sees. We've got hints from Alright, Dave. Yes. Hints from Heloise is a column to help you with your life. It is ripped and read from the Santa Inez Valley News because that's where I can access it for free. <laughs> and it begins with a reader via email writing to Heloise. Dear Heloise, there are so many uses for clear nail polish that many people don't know about or have forgotten. Most people know clear nail polish will stop a run in a pair of nylons, but it can also be used to repair a small hole in a door or window screen. Be used on jewelry to keep from tarnishing where it touches your skin. Be used over the thread of a button to strengthen the thread and keep the button from coming off. Wait a minute, I'm confused on the screen part. So if there's a hole in a screen, like a wire screen, Mm -hmm. you dab that in there and it hardens and creates some sort of blockade? A little dab of clear nail polish where the break in the screen is and it'll strengthen that spot and keep little critters from coming in. Interesting. Huh. Be applied to the inside of a perfume bottle when traveling so the cap does not come off. Really? It's kind of smart. Be applied to fingernails before applying colored polish to keep nails from turning yellow. Yellow? What's like, that? What, what kind of weird jaundice do you have yeah. to have for your nails to turn yellow even after you paint them? Like old, I've seen it. Old folks get like really yellow nails. For Real s- yellow. What is that? I don't know. Are they are just d- death. iron deficiency? They've just been living so long that the nails are giving out. And why is that with, with like Dave's told me, you retell the story of cutting your grandpa's nails. Yes. Oh, yeah. He Well, my mom asked me, can you please do your grandfather a favor? He's in the bathroom. And I was just like, what does this involve? And you're like 13, 15? Yeah, mid Mid early teens. Okay. <laughs> and so I go in there and he's uh, about to take a bath. He, so he's just in his boxers <sighs> and he's sitting on the closed toilet and he hands me the toenail clippers and he said, I, I need some help. And so I'm having to saw through like quarter inch plywood. <laughs> What's up with that? 
How do you Why just, do our nails go like that? How'd you get assigned this? Like, well, I guess my mom figured she wasn't strong enough to break through the peanut brittle that he had on his nails. <laughs> Why is it? Okay, think about when we get older, we lose everything. We lose sight, hearing, hair, uh, strength, everything. Some of us. But your nails just become impenetrable like a yeah. like an like avenger yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense yeah and his parting advice to me after i had finished carving off his nails was never so get sweet. old david never get old god r.i.p grandpa yeah yeah Shout uh out. Teresa in manchester new hampshire writes dear heloise my house plants collect dust and although I wipe the leaves off, they always look lackluster and dull. How can I make the leaves look shiny and alive? Heloise writes, Teresa, after wiping off the dust, take a soft cloth and dip one corner in warm whole milk. What? Gently wipe each leaf in a circular motion until you've worked the milk into the leaf. Gross. Let the leaf dry. If you feel it could be shinier, use a dry microfiber cloth to carefully polish the leaf. How does she know this? She's Halloween. Yeah, she knows everything. I don't get it. Have you ever heard of putting milk on plants? No. I t- Have you ever tried it? No. Tonight? Yeah, dip your weed in some whole milk. During See the what Stars and Rangers, you can apply some milk to your Honey, house plants. Honey, will you go buy some 2%? Or is it whole, 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 whole milk? Whole milk. Whole milk. Oh, okay. You skim on right. plants. Are you no. an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> The first time I met my wife's parents, they made me clean all the pl- the plants in their house. With? Just, like, water and cloth. You mean, like, the plastic fake plants? Real plants. So you met them and is they this, put you to work? Is this yeah, real plants they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, they're talking yeah. about real plants. You put milk on real plants? Yeah. I guess it has nutrients that plants crave. <laughs> That's Brondo. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Alex G. from Oakdale, Minnesota writes, Dear Heloise, my wife likes to marinate our meats in various mixtures, but she throws out the marinade afterwards. I think this is a waste of marinade, and I hate wasting food of any kind. In this day and age of recycling items, shouldn't we keep that marinade until we decide to use it with something else? Heloise writes, Alex, no, your wife is doing the right thing. There is always the danger of cross-contamination if you reuse any marinade. When you marinate meat... You leave behind a certain amount of bacteria that sometimes causes a problem. Always start with a fresh marinade. I don't know if any of us would ever stoop to reusing marinade. Yeah, that guy has problems. Yeah. If he's worried about, he's worried about wasting excess marinade, yeah. what kind of a cheap ass is that? And wouldn't you think that once you marinate with the raw meats, that the marinade is no longer... It's tainted. It feels, yeah, yeah it's not fresh marinade. It's like, it, yeah, you're going to use your, your fajita beef marinade on some chicken or vice oh, versa? No. Come it's on. gross. We're not doing that. Here's a couple of uh, notes about our furry friends. Beth H. in New Haven, Connecticut writes, Dear Heloise, there are millions of cats and dogs left out in our freezing winter weather when they should be inside with their owners. Please take your pets inside and provide them with warmth and comfort just as you would any family member. All right, before Rough. she answers this. Yes. She doesn't. It's just Beth grandstanding. Oh, really? Yeah. Not there's, even an answer? No. There's no reply from Heloise. Beth said it Yeah, I herself. agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, if you're Heloise, though... And you're basically publishing an article. Don't you do the ones that you can answer? 
No, she she lets people sound off. Oh, so it's like a, like a okay, like an opinion board. Yeah. Well, what's your answer, Mister? Well, Dog? I agree. Yeah, Mister. Uh, I don't know if I agree with her. I think you should leave them out in the freezing cold. No. Builds character. The thing is, I, <laughs> I got, are we, are we talking thirty-two? Or are we talking sub thirty-two? Just put skirts on them. Like it's not <laughs> right. Like it's not nineteen fifty-eight anymore with Reiner's dog Ring that they left oh. outside at full time. I mean, this Rough. is two thousand twenty-three. I think most people are bringing their dogs inside. I know there's all right. Go on. Has it made dogs softer? Are you doing this? This is from Ava in Hillsdale, Oklahoma. Dear Heloise, if someone is driving with a dog, the dog should really be strapped in with a seat belt or some kind of animal restraint to make sure they don't go flying off the seat during a sudden stop or an accident. Pet stores and several online retailers sell these things. Remember, pets can and sometimes do get hurt in an accident or during a sudden stop. That's just gay. You don't put your dogs in a seat belt? <laughs> Gay. That's a different segment that we don't do. What anymore. about the little dog crash helmets? Don't you agree that they should have those on? <laughs> the Hans imagine? device for a dog. As you pull up, like at a stoplight, and a window's down, and there's a dog <laughs> with a helmet on, and he's just looking it's at you like, like Dale please. <laughs> yeah, you got a Hans device for the dog, That's and they're just looking at you, going, "Please kill me." I love it. Leave me out in the cold with my helmet on, please. Next time, this one will hit close to home for you, Bob. Okay. This is this from fits. this is from Peggy in Escanaba, Michigan. Does that sound familiar? Escanaba. Do you, do you know them? I think Escanaba is correct, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear Heloise, with snow on the ground in so many states, people sometimes get stuck in a snowbank or skid off into a ditch and are stuck there for hours. For example, my son was driving home to Michigan, and at the last moment, he decided to toss his sleeping bag in the back seat. While driving, he skidded off the road into a snowbank and got stuck on a lonely road out in the country. He couldn't see a house or light anywhere, and it was growing dark as the temperature started to drop significantly. He had a little less than a half a tank of gas. He figured someone would be driving down the road, but no one came. He got out his sleeping bag and got inside and stayed in the car. The next morning, a car pulled up, and with the driver's help, they were able to get the car out of the snowbank. But if my son had not had a sleeping bag, he might have frozen to death. On any road trip, it's always best to prepare for the worst kind of weather or a potential situation that might occur. You never know what life will throw at you. Always have a go bag. Like, did your niece have that when you had to save yeah. her? Did she have uh, a sleeping was, bag? What no. was her emergency kit in the back of her car? Just a uh, tauntaun in, in the trunk. Right. And then she just cut it open. Well, at least she had it. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a lightsaber. What did she do? And, and the dog in the seatbelt that she brought in the life <laughs> right, right. the helmet. Well, the tauntaun had a helmet on, oh, okay. yeah, in case That's she crashed. Good. Should you bring a rubber? I'm sorry, what? What if you meet someone? If the person that helps you get out of the snowbank is yeah. also hot and would available. You, would you like to have sex? I need to and warm up. Maybe yeah, some lube. Yeah, always oh, have it, baby. Would it be weird, though? I don't if, want to chap in if, yeah. the cold. If, like, for whatever reason, show. they opened up the trunk, you know, for some reason, the people that were trying to save you, and all they saw was one rubber and a tub of lube. <laughs> 
probably <laughs> so keep much lube yeah. and a dog right, with we, a helmet. We have a, a, a few quick hits before it. we got to go because we've got to make way for Stars Hockey. <laughs> Let's go! Leah in Beaverton, Oregon writes, Dear Heloise, people tend to remove the cotton from medicine bottles and toss out the cotton. I like to take that large piece of cotton and use it to remove nail polish. I can use usually get about two or three uses out of it before I have to throw it away. She should marry the marinade guy. Or get a job. I uh, would Beth, that. Beth Ann from Norcross, Georgia writes, Dear Heloise, last Christmas season, my brother-in-law opened a champagne bottle and the cork flew across the kitchen and hit the light fixture hard enough to break it. To avoid that problem again this year, I am making sure we place an oven mitt over the cork first. <laughs> Didn't Greg do that to the... To the urn? To the urn, yeah. It's yeah. full circle before mm-hmm. Jinxie went and relieved herself <laughs> in the ashes. And those are your hints for the new year. All right, Dave. Wonderful great fest it was. Shout well, out to Jinxie the cat and to Otter. Yep. See, between the pipes tonight? Good, good. 